Okay, another short story here from It's a Rum Life, book one, 1947 to 1960, Cross the River by Ferryboat. This follows on from a little story called uh, Excursions. Okay, the other passion for travel came about after my moving house to live in Boston, Lincolnshire. For me, this happened in about 1953, after several happy years with Grandmother Munford in Harrogate at 22 Bilton Grove Avenue. Because I lived with Grandmother Munford and she was estranged from her husband, we did not go to Scarborough in all that time from 1950. It was 1950, you will remember from the main story, that my father tried his best to escape and went to Boston. My mother was a very difficult person. I suppose her years of being the only child and very spoilt resulted in her being impossible to live with. Back to the story. After I eventually arrived in Boston, I was included in the regular trips to Scarborough from Boston. Now that led to a conundrum in 1953. There were two options for the journey. The long way was round by Ghoul, miles and miles of twisty narrow fentite roads in North Lincolnshire, followed by the long uphill drag across the hills of East Yorkshire. Remember, we were only going for a day, and usually in a Morris 16 or some other similar pre-war vintage car. Second option was far more interesting, if a little more expensive cash-wise. The cost was actually a little higher than the all-road route, as I remember petrol was still cheap. The ferry route was far quicker though, probably cut at least an hour off the journey each way. Much more if there was any roadwork hold-ups. It was also much more exciting, not just the ferry trip, but getting onto the ferry at New Holland. It was like taking your car onto the Big Dipper at the fair. I jest not. It was truly heart-stopping, especially in frosty or snowy weather. At the Hull End, on the north bank of the River Humber, everything was conventional and made of metal and strong and short and everything like that. Back on the south bank, it was as if you'd gone back into the Middle Ages before anyone had heard of steel or strong structures. It was wooden and wobbly, with piles stuck into the mud attached to wooden cross pieces and lots and lots of planks that rattled along as you crossed them in your car. There must have been a reason for it. I know the boats were further out into the river than at Hull, so it must have been shallow and inaccessible close into the bank. Anyway, for a small boy it was like a trip to the fair, but using your own car on the rides. I think my mother just closed her eyes, and though she did not like this part of the journey one little bit. To start with, car owners wishing to access the ferry boats had to mount the railway platform at New Holland and then just continue on the extension of the platform that quickly became a wooden structure held up by what looked like telegraph poles. I think it's fair to say it was unique. There was nothing else quite like it, and doubtless the health and safety mad world we live in now would have condemned it out of hand. But it worked, 
And if you wanted to cross the Humber by steam-powered, paddle-propelled ferryboat, you took your life in your hands and ventured onto the wooden access platform. I found a few photographs on the internet and they give a fairly good impression of what it must have been like. It was brilliant. Every boy's idea of fun. But the risk? Well, boys are not there to consider risk, are they? This was not all, though. The fun was only, only just begun once you were on the boat. These things were also unique. Unfortunately, most have gone unneeded. I cannot say unloved, because they were loved, but not by the accountants and businessmen who just counted pennies and not the good things in life. They were not huge boats, but they had a heart, a heart of steam, that drove those two huge paddle wheels that took you across the wide, wild estuary. Passengers were spellbound by being able to see right into the engine room. The boats were relatively shallow draft and the engine and all the works were just down a little from the passenger deck. You could watch the steam engine in action and then driving the huge angular shafts connected to the paddle wheels themselves. There was even access panels in the covers of the paddles so you could see them working. The whole experience was nothing short of fantastic. You could feel and see the live effort that was taking you on your journey. But then it was over and Hull was there and the road to Scarborough ahead. We had that return journey to look forward to though and getting back onto that wooden jetty and climbing that wild mouse type wooden framework in your own car was just as exciting. There we are. Thank you for listening to that short story brought to you by Cracker Books, written and read by Keith Sanders. There are over a hundred more audio stories to listen to on this site. And there are free books to read. Uh, If you look at our site on Facebook, Cracker Books on Facebook, there are links to lots of free books to download on any device you wish to look at. Thank you for listening.